What is good, y'all? It's your girl, KP, and I'm here back with another episode. We're actually on episode 14 of Fem Talk. You guys already know Fem Talk is our podcast that highlights the individuals in the LGBTQ community, where we talk about issues that pertain to our relationships, society, and the obstacles of living in our truth. And I missed y'all. Did y'all miss me? Because it's been a minute. Today, I'm super excited, though. We have a super special guest who goes by the name of Johanna, but you can also call her King Weezy. Um, so can you please tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, well, I am the CEO and founder of Black Pride Vegas. Um, I run a marketing agency. I do a little bit of everything. I'm an AIDS activist. So um, I'm making sure to do what I need to do in the community to make sure that we're taking care of and getting the resources that we need. I love that. I love that. How's that experience been for you so far? Um, it's been challenging, especially um, getting the straight community to understand that there is no difference between the LGBT and the straight uh, black or gay community. We're all dealing with the same uh, situation, the same circumstances. So just getting us all to unite to make the, the task a little bit more easier. Right. I feel that because sometimes I feel like straight people like look at us like we're a whole other species. And I'm like, the only difference is my my sexual preference. Other than that, we are exactly the same. We go through the same thing. So it's just weird, you know, but I'm, I love that you're one of the many people who are out here trying to bridge that gap between us, you know. Um, so I definitely want to get right into it. Our today's topic is going to be LGBTQ pride. And as you said, I know that you're the CEO of Black Pride in Las Vegas. Right. That's Vegas, y'all. Um, right, right. Right, right. Yeah, it's lit, y'all. Y'all ain't been out here. So uh, with that being said, can you tell me what the celebration of Pride means to you? Um, independence, just being able to have rights, just to be able to walk down the street without someone attacking us or feeling like your life is in danger. Just being able to have a voice in itself. So it's 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 very um, important to me to keep that that alive and the hope alive for the new coming LGBT you know community that's coming. So yeah. I love that. I definitely agree too, especially for the the younger ones nowadays. Um, yeah. I know I went to my first Pride. I think it was like twenty. It had to be like 2014, 2015. And at the time it was it was still for me, it was so new. I can't say that it was new because it was thousands of people there. But right. I don't know. I mean, if you know, like I don't know if we're around the same age group, but at that time it was still a little bit like mm, people are out, but they're not like so free. Whereas now it's kind of like it is what it is, you know? So I definitely think it's inspiring um for you to be able to like have your pride and throw these events for the generation coming. In themselves, if that makes sense. Right. So, um, with that being said, what what was your inspiration to actually do the first Black Pride in Vegas? Um, I came to Vegas and I realized I kept asking questions like, "Where are we?" You know, people that look like me, sound like me, music, food, entertainment, everything, us. And there was nothing. There was not a specific spot that you could go to that identifies us as Black. And I just felt like, how how is when Vegas has every nationality, they highlight everything here. So why not just go ahead and, you know, take that on and just show that, look, our culture is here too. And, and we're actually striving pretty strong. Okay, so have you had the, the Black Pride in Vegas yet this year or no? I haven't. It's actually coming up in October, October 25th to the 29th would be our final dates for Pride here. So yeah, very excited. Um, we have already launched um, our first location is actually where I'm at right now. Um, Soul Food Express. 
Um, okay. They have some of the bombest food in town in which I'm going to have to drop everything so you guys can stop in and see what restaurant actually um, accepted the LGBT and allowed us to come here. And, and like I said, I want to talk about that particular event because it's one of the, you know, one of the inspiring events for my pride. Uh, I don't know if you guys know that my mom passed this year and um, she was kind of like the foundation of my pride. And this event is highlighting her and her work and what she did in my life to get me here. I'm definitely sorry to hear that, but I love that you're turning something that could be a tragedy into something so positive, you know? So there's two things I want to say. For one, that's my birthday weekend. So, you know, I'm going to be okay. outside with y'all. I'm super excited. What'd you say? I said, y'all got to be in the building, definitely. Or oh, some yeah, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there because it's my birthday yeah. and it's Friday and it's Black Friday. Like, come yeah, on now, what's better? And then two, I actually have heard of um, the restaurant. You said it's called Southern Express, right? Yeah, Southern Express. Okay. So soul food. Yeah, I actually looked it up when I moved to Vegas trying to find some soul food. I haven't gone yet, but I definitely read the reviews and it seemed all good. So I'm going to have to stop by and see what it's you are. for. Oh, you see, <laughs> hold you to that. I'm hold you to that. Now, I might be there like this weekend, so. <laughs> um, that's cool, though. That's cool. I'm excited to know that, you know, like you said, that the restaurant kind of opened up their arms with open arms to let us in. Us, you know, we in the building. So I'm really looking forward to the Black Pride, and I'll make sure that, you know, everybody is aware of those dates so that way we can all be in attendance. But um, so I know that it's going to be in October, but what does the future of Black Pride look like to you? Like, what is your vision for what it what it is now, what it used to be and what it can turn into? Well, a lot of prides that I see around the world is really based on parties and shaking and all that type of stuff. I want to get back to actually allowing our resources to take care of our community. And I'm talking about um, HIV testing, mental health, things like that, getting back with the kids. I just started a, a nonprofit that actually um, try to aid the kids to get back into school, life skills, things like that, so that they're not just horsing the streets and, and getting into gangs and, you know, all this gun violence and stuff like that. So I'm trying to, um, I'm trying to key in on what we really need to be tackling and kind of use those resources for that and get pride back into uh, being prideful of our community and what we're becoming versus the parties and all that limelight. Right, right. I think that is, really amazing that you said that because here I am over here like yeah we finna party <laughs> I mean that's great though. that's great <laughs> celebration you gotta understand there's a celebration but in the midst of the celebration you wanna make sure you're still doing the work that is actually taking care of the community that you're coming to do these parties in so I don't wanna just right. come make money, bounce, and, and be proud of that. I want to be able to do something that's gonna make a difference for the generation to come and be proud of that yeah, and that's facts. That's facts, especially because of all of the services that you're trying to offer, like, you know, yeah. the AIDS and, and mental health is a big thing for me, especially because I only struggle with I struggle with my own mental health issues as well. So I think that is just really amazing to see because, you know, nowadays it's like we go through so much. and There's so much going on in the world, especially within our own world, just based off of like things that we have to endure right. from other people, other parties. You know, it's really important to keep your mental health healthy, I guess. And a lot of times, especially in the black community, I'm sure you know, um, we, black people like to to make it seem like, oh, well, I'm, nothing's wrong with me. I'm good. Like, but in, it's like you're down like dying on. on the inside. It's looked down on. And you got to think about this, too. You got to think about if it's that hard for us as adults 
trying to hide behind what we're dealing with. Imagine what our kids are dealing with here in Vegas and nobody's even really paying attention to them. So um, I'm doing two events this year um, that are going to be highlighting a lot that has to do with the youth. So that is really my main focus. Well, shout out to you, King Easy, because the youth are literally the people of tomorrow. So thank you for taking care of them for us. Um, well, with that being said, dealing with so many different age groups and I'm sure ethnicity of people and just everything that you've gone through, like doing the activism that you're doing, what are some of the lessons that you've learned along your journey? Um, I think you definitely got to have some thick skin. Um, when you're going up to bat for things that people see but act like they don't see, um, it's going to be a hard, you know, a hard way up. And you have to just stand firm in what you believe, keep your morals straight, keep your vision clear, and just make people see what they don't see or make people realize what they don't realize, or you just do the work. For me, it was just more so, hey, they don't see me, they act like they don't see me, so I'm about to just go do this work. So just staying focused and not giving up on the vision that you have for yourself. Like, yeah. How did you how did you maintain staying focused? Because I know sometimes it's so easy to lose that, especially or become discouraged. Um, I'm not going to say that that was an easy thing, especially with my mom passing, because she was more so where I used to go talk and, you know, kind of mellow out my thoughts and stuff. I think my thing is it, it's, it just goes back to the basic of what I told you. If it's this hard for me, how hard is it going to be for my nieces, my nephews? You know, I don't know what their sexuality is going to be in the future, but I know how people are treated. I know how the discrimination is in jobs. I know how all that goes. So if we create some things that's already set in stone for them to be able to utilize, then I won't have to worry about how they're treated because they'll have places to go to be protected and, you know, looked after and stuff like that. So um, that's just my main thing, just trying to create something that's already for us, that's bettering us. And that stays around for us at that. That part. You know, we don't want anything that we're that you're trying to do to, to be temporary. I know sometimes people, they come and they do these things and then they go. You know, like you said, it's not always about the money. So I would love to love to love to continue to see like everything, all the work that you're putting in, like be for the long term, you know. Um, and I know, like you said, it, it's, it hasn't been easy. So what is some advice that you would give to somebody who's maybe younger than you that's trying to do something that's never been done before, kind of like yourself? Um, my main thing for everybody is not to be so quick um, to share your vision with everybody. Um, don't don't try to rush the process. Don't try to rush the process. Whatever you put out in the, in the atmosphere, you know, whatever whatever you foresee for yourself, be patient enough for those people to come to help you because they're going to be there to help you. But when you rush the process, try to hurry up and get there, it's going to fall in the wrong hands and you might end up not being able to, you know, foresee that vision. So my main thing is just not giving up on yourself because things aren't working as fast as you want them to work. You never know, like, who's really working behind the scenes to make sure that, you know, your dreams come alive, so. Girl, if you didn't speak to me right now, I don't know who did, because that was, that was definitely like a thing for me. Um, I think it's my, one of my biggest problems is rushing the process. And I'm trying to learn patience, but I definitely feel you. I, I really do agree with, um, with you saying that, you know, you can't really let everybody know your vision all the time, especially because, you know, a lot of people seem 
like people that you've come up with or people that you yeah. have around you, they could seem like they have good intentions, but sometimes you tell the wrong person that you may think is in your corner what you're mm-hmm. doing and it just like the energy messes it up. Like sometimes you just got to keep what you're doing to yourself unless you know for sure that these people are rocking with you. So I okay. definitely feel that. I hope you guys heard her when she said that because... There's something for you. Um, I had to learn that very, you know, the hard way is um, anything that's for you is going to flow to you. You know, it's going to flow to you. You're not going to have to work so hard. It's not going to feel so like draining and all that type of stuff. Like once you get in your flow of water, then everything will flow to you that's supposed to be to you. And everything that's flowing out, you need to just release sometimes. Let it go. The things that we don't want to let go. But you have to release so that you can make space for what's coming. So that's just the main thing. Just being able to flow in your process and uh, yeah, and just receive what's coming. I feel like I'm in therapy right now. I'm talking to my therapist because <laughs> I promise you these are some of the things that she told me. What's for you will be for you, KP. And I'm just like, you know what? what? It's, it's, it's really simple. It, it, it's, it sounds good. It's really simple, but it's the hardest thing to do is to slow down and understand that people think when you're being still, you're having no, you're, you're not moving forward. Sometimes being still is the best thing you could do because things are coming to you, things are manifesting, things are already working for you. So you have to be still to be able to see it in the process. So yeah. That part right there. She's dropping gems, y'all, dropping some wisdom. <laughs> I love it, I love it. So I'm gonna switch gears just a little bit. I wanna uh, know a little bit more about you personally. Is that okay? Uh, I, all right, that's cool, that's cool, that's cool. <laughs> I ain't gonna do too much. I ain't gonna do too much. Oh, but no, I'm like I'm in a hot seat already. In the hot seat? No, no, no. Yeah. Not at all. Not at all. It's, it is a little hot in Vegas. Your seat I, might be hot. I, I, I'm, I'm down for it. Anything you <laughs> like, pop the brake. I'm just playing. <laughs> no, no. I just, um, I try to ask all my guests, like, what is your personal coming out story? Because I know everyone's experiences are different. They vary from god knows what to god knows who so tell us a little bit about like when you came out i know you said your mom was super accepting and how was that well it wasn't that she was super accepting it was just more so um what's understood doesn't have to be explained um i actually wrote down things in my diary my mom found my diary and then it was like okay i got it you already know what's in it um i respect it just respect me as a christian don't do it in my face. And it was like, it was just like that. Um, I always been the way that I've been. I've always dressed the way that I dress. And it nothing actually, you know, changed but my sexuality in which that was at home anyway. So I never had to, um, I never been the person to want to put somebody something in somebody's face anyways. That 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 never was my preference of being gay. So I always had that respect factor to have what I'm doing, where I'm at, and it wasn't that I was hiding it. It was more so I just respect other people's sexuality the way that I want them to respect mine. So I just grew right. up like Okay, okay. So you don't have any like super like dramatic or traumatic type of situation. I do, I do, but y'all gonna have to wait for the book for that. I can't give you everything on here. <laughs> Definitely can't give you okay. everything. But wait a minute. So wait, what, what's this talk of a book? Tell me, what are you well, working on? What's going on with that? You just, you just stay tuned for a book and a film. I, I got a lot um, in my storyline that, that people don't know that, that they should know. So, um, you know, behind the history of pride, uh, there's a lot to do with me, my mom, and her mom. 
So I just kind of want to dissect that so people can understand like where all this came from. It, it didn't even come from a straight situation. I mean, a, a gay situation. So you got to understand pride isn't just for gay people. It's, it's pridefulness in everybody and, and everything. So yeah, y'all will get that later on down the line. Ah, okay, well, that's something I'm looking forward to for sure, because you threw me, you said the book in the film. I'm, I'm just like, saying, hold on, yeah. wait a minute. Yeah, okay, well, is there anything else that you would like to share with us that you are working on right now? Any other upcoming events before um, October's Pride? I do. Um, I'm actually working on something for Labor Day weekend. Um so you got to stay tuned with that. I want you guys to make sure to add us on all social medias, Black Pride Vegas. Um, you can also add Southern Express Soul Food, LV. Make sure you put the LV at the end. Um, I'm going to be collaborating with a lot of um, the smaller, impactful um, entities. You might not see me with the bigger people this year because, like I told you, um, I've done the partying. I've done all of that. Now it's time for me to get back to the work. And, 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 you know, see what my community needs and how, how I can utilize myself. That part. I, th I definitely think you're going to be of great service to the community. You already are. So shout out to you guys. Make sure you guys, um, you know, follow them on social media. We will make sure we drop those down. But other than that, I am so glad that I had you as a guest today. I feel like we covered some really dope topics and I look forward to your events. <laughs> well, again, they can go to blackpridevegas.com or blackpridevegas.com. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, everything will be updated in this week. You can get everything that you need so that you can get involved with all community events, donate, sponsor, all of the above. So, yeah. And like I said, I'm looking forward to y'all coming down here so we can get y'all on something. Yeah, I'm going to come give me a plate this weekend. I'll see you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Well, this was our episode of Fem Talk. Catch us next week for another episode on 105.7 iHeartRadio. Until then, peace out. Yeah.